Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Monday Music Minute. I'm your host, Wes Mullenberg, and I'm joined for the third and not final time uh, Caleb by Caleb Davis. Yeah, it's yeah. me, Caleb Davis. It's you. Hello. Hello. So just caveat, we're both a little fried right now. Yes. Very tired. We're um, both very I'm fried. getting sick, so I apologize in advance if I sound congested as I'll get out. But um, we had we had some trouble deciding what we were going to talk about today yeah. for, I think, the first time. But our dear friend Noah, who you might remember from last week's episode, yeah. uh, gave us the uh, suggestion of talking about playing music. Not, oh. not in the sense of like you hit the play button and yeah. the sound and it happens, but creating actually music creating and with performing an it. Yeah, yeah. Because Caleb, in case you all didn't know, um, plays drums among yeah. other instruments. You also play guitar. Uh, a so bit. I play drums. Th- I would say that drums are the only instrument that I play proficiently. Yeah. Um, I can do a few chords on guitar. Mm-hmm. And I can do pretty much just chords on piano. Okay, cool. Well, he's a drummer in the band Curitan. Yeah, who you should all check out. We might we could do an episode of them in the future. Just oh. having that way in my mind. Sure. Okay. Um, and I uh, play piano and saxophone. Though I also can, I can play a little bit of guitar, a little bit of you know, ukulele. Yeah. Um, I can play like one bad note on trumpet. And I had to for a show, and that's the reason that that happened. Nice. So in case you couldn't tell, I'm a consummate professional. Um, yeah. And we're going to kind of talk about the ex- that experience. Um, so you've pretty much played in, outside of Kirtan, played in church bands. In like yeah, i worship team in, stuff. in worship uh, in various churches uh, growing up and also being here in the Twin Cities now. I've also done some kind of similar stuff for summer camp uh, uh-huh. where we would play fun songs for the kiddos um, at meetings Love that. Um, every evening, sometimes in the morning too. But so, yeah, that that's fun. But then I also, in addition to that, have recorded some some original material with my good friend Joel who makes up the other half of Curitan. Yeah, he's the... um. Guitar boy, yeah, and as, as well as vocal do, boy. He does most of the singing. You yeah. you did like a lot of backing vocals, and you had a couple of your own like lead vocals on Kiritan's recent ish album, Spring uh, in the Attic. It's almost it's two years. Yeah, it's, it's like two years. But like you haven't put out anything since. Yeah, that's besides true. like bad tweets, uh, which is Joel's yeah. fault. You're correct. <laughs> it uh, is. So Joel's I say recent ish. He runs our social media and. That's probably a good thing because he's much more active, but also it's a bad thing because he needs he's to stop. He's much more active. He needs to stop. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. what kind of what drew you to drums initially? Was it because you wanted to play in a band or be um, a part of worship teams like as, as a, a teenager and adult? It's because I wanted to be cool. Um, Did you want to impress a girl? <laughs> no, oh. I wanted to be cool. Uh, so I, I actually started <laughs> out learning music by, by taking piano lessons. As many middle class white children did. Yeah, my my older sister took piano lessons, and I ended up taking them from the same teacher. Oh. Um, she ended up taking piano much longer, and now is able to play piano much better because <laughs> of it. Um, but several years into my piano career, if you will, um, I I was like, 
this was so I was in uh, middle, school middle school around this time, mm-hmm. and it was when I was starting to get into pop punk bands. Oh no! And so I was like, dude, the drums are the best part. I love the drums. Not a whole lot of piano. I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of piano at all, except for the sad ballad songs. Oh yeah, there, there's like some sad droopy solo numbers. Yeah, for sure. But so then I I wanted to play the drums, and mm-hmm. I actually started taking lessons from a guy who worked at. Uh, the church that I attended when I was younger. Um, and then eventually he recommended uh, a teacher who was in the same city. And I took lessons with him while I was in high school. And he was, they, they were both really fun to, to learn from. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I've I've been playing since, uh, oh geez, since for probably about 10 years now. Yeah. And a lot of that, from what I remember, has been alongside Joel in a myriad of different yeah, bands. Yeah, Most so, of which have not lasted or released um, any well, recorded output. So the the one that we did the longest, actually. So in, initially, uh, I, I can go through this whole history. Initially, he and my friend Josh. Um, and Josh, if you're listening, I don't, I don't know if you are, but hello. I Hi love Josh. you. I miss you. Um, they started what they called the Josh and Joel Band. And they, they recorded the Cheese album. Um, that is the most Joel Drzymski sentence that I think you've ever said. <laughs> Holy my. Comprised entirely <laughs> of songs about cheese. Yep. And it was really uh, bad and the most middle school, oh. like, rock album you could okay, ever come up with. Okay, caveat, though. Or, uh, side note, not caveat. Yeah. Um, I'm really retroactively disappointed that it wasn't a song-by-song cheese rewrite cover of the White Album by the Beatles. Because... <laughs> No, that would be way worse. We we weren't that um, ambitious, cultured, or yet. cultured. Yeah, <laughs> we were not listening to the Beatles at that. But point. But also, like, how cultured are you if you're like, yeah, the Beatles? What if Beatles but cheese? Well, I would still argue that you have to have some amount of culture to make parodies of things that are already good. I guess, but, but that's all. That's discussion. neither here nor there. And <laughs> and then I joined them, and we had to come up with a new band name. So, so it, it took us. A Josh really long band. time to come up with something, uh, and it finally came to us. We decided to call ourselves Pick Your Own Apples because in Joel's basement, where we met most of the time, his mom, who is very artsy and very crafty, uh, has th- what you know, those kind of cool little tin signs. Um, and yeah. she had one yeah. that, that was like supposed to be at an apple orchard, and it said, Apples, pick your own. Like 75 cents or something like that. Like it's supposed to be old and rustic and be like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. Um, But so after like hours of deliberating the name of our band, we were like, just be pick your own apples. Um, So we actually recorded countless songs. What we would do is almost weekly we would meet in Joel's basement and just sit down together, stick a microphone in the middle of the room, Josh would sing into that microphone and Joel and I would play our respective instruments so that the microphone could pick it up. And we would just go, okay, here we go. We're going to record some songs. One, two, three. And then we just went. And oh, Joel no. and I would kind of try to read off of each other for what we were doing. As much we, as you could. We could never hear anything Josh said while we were recording. Oh, no. And so it, a lot of it was just, okay, here we are. Let's listen to it now, and we would listen to it, and it was just, it it was a lot of it was kind of supposed to be funny, and it's so just that, like some like, experimental noise cacophony. Or <laughs> it was probably 
I, I think that is part of what helped me really gain a huge love from music is yeah. just the fact that I was doing it with people that I cared about very regularly mm-hmm. in a way that was meaningful to me, even though there was really hardly any quality to oh, what we were doing. Of course. <laughs> um, but it, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, I d- didn't really do anything for a while because we all uh, kind of moved separate ways for a little bit. Josh moved up north around uh, this area, actually. Well, not, not quite Twin Cities, but more... More uh, Minnesota. Yeah, Min- more Minnesota than Iowa. Oh. Um, and Joel's a year I older than me. Be. So he went to college before I did. Um, yes, but then yes. when I went to college, we, at, at the same place that he did, we roomed together, and that's how we came up with Kiraton. Yeah. We wrote and recorded an album together. Yeah, and an EP. Yeah. And, and a Christmas, Christmas thingy. EP also. Probably more Can like we even call single. it an EP? It's like no, three it's a, songs. It's, a and it's, it's the, the main appeal of it is just Jeff as yeah. Rudolph. It's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's been my experience. Your journey. With with. Particularly with drums, and now um, I do mostly writing stuff. I haven't really played yeah, some conversation on your computer a like long time. You, oh, Caleb, entirely on the computer. Caleb did uh, the theme music for this and the Rabbit Trail. Yeah, correct? it's true. And um, he's also been working on a score for a forthcoming podcast called yeah. uh, Gnome Quest. Yeah, it's if it if I ever get rid of it. So actually, I didn't <laughs> do the score for that. You did. Joel, oh, that Joel, was Joel did the score for that. Okay, and you're just yeah. kind of helping put it all together. I'm just throwing okay. it in where I think it makes sense. Yes. Okay, thank you for yeah. clarifying that. However, I have been sitting for a very long time on lots of music that I intend oh, to pond release. Dolphins? Yeah, at yeah. Pond, my side project, Pond Dolphins, that doesn't exist yet, but will because I have material. Yes, it's existed in your mind for quite some time. Yeah. But that that's really cool. Yeah. It's hard to find a space and also time to actually play and practice the oh, drums. Oh, for sure. Um, even with like a school that has like access where you have access to it, if you're not a part of like the jazz band or a worship arts group or something, I don't know how you'd get access to that if yeah. you're just allowed to come in and just play. I'd, that's see, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would just be a little bit harder to um, for sure. organize and keep control of. So. Yeah, I'm so glad that's, that you're getting that's some my musical journey. <sighs> yeah, do you, would you care to share a little bit of, of your musical journey, good no. friend? Oh, okay, cool. Podcast over. So that's the end. Yeah, Thanks I'm, for listening. I'm kidding. I thought that was funny because <laughs> I am on NyQuil right now, and my eyelids are falling. Um, I started in a kind of a similar way. Um, I believe it was second grade. Uh, I started piano lessons. Because both my parents are very musical. My mom sings, and she used to play piano. I think she plays a whole lot more. Um, and my dad is a really great guitar player. Um, nice. He plays in a lot of worship bands. Just has a lot of like huge connections, and like just knows so much about it. And he's been playing for so long. He teaches lessons. Oh, very He also cool. plays mandolin, ukulele, bass, pretty any stringed instrument that isn't like a violin or like Dude. you have to use a bow. He can probably play it. I really at least proficiently or semi-proficiently. And he also does like the recording stuff. He's Honestly, that's as I got older, that kind of became like an aspiration that is yet to um, reveal itself. But don't to record or to play to record, guitar? Well, yes, both. I, I've been learning guitar. Okay. Um, this last last two summers, but I haven't made. I didn't make a lot of progress last summer, and then didn't play it again all year because I just didn't have time. Yeah. But I've been playing a lot more um, lately and making, I think, enough like tiny steps to quantify his progress. Sure. Though, as is often the case with learning any new instrument, you see or hear someone else playing it at a much higher level, given that they've been playing 
and practicing for quite as long. And you're like, yeah. why can't I do that now? And you like, they've been playing guitar for like 12 years and you've been playing it for like yeah. a day. And you're like, why can't I play Eruption by Van Halen? <laughs> and <laughs> if you're healthy with it, you set that as a goal to work towards over the course of a period of time. And that'll hopefully like motivate you instead of just bumming you out in the moment. But um, yeah. I empathize with any music creators that have felt that when learning something new. But um, anyways, back to where, back to the beginning. Started playing piano because my parents were like, it's just good to do. And we're music, we're musical people. Um, played piano for about eight years. Oh, dude. Which you, sounds you impressive, but I really didn't. I like, I peaked at probably like a, like a seventh, eighth grade level, maybe, sure. maybe a little higher if I work at it. But like when someone says that they've been playing something for eight years, you imagine like they can play like some serious like classical music and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I, I'm extremely out of practice, but even at my like, most practiced i could not do anything like that and i think that's because i was a lazy stupid child and didn't put <laughs> nearly as much effort into it as i wished uh, now as yeah. uh, that i wish i had um even if one of my teachers was kind of abusive and like would make me cry oh, during lessons and that's... i stuck with him for a couple of years just out of like anxiety but that's mm. a that's another sim that's just a symptom of that um and that's part of why i ended up switching teachers from someone i was taking through schmidt music which is, um, I don't know how spread out they are, but they're for sure in the in Minnesota. Um, music store, sell instruments, sell pianos, sure. and they also like, offer lessons and have, often have repair shops. They're quite nice. Um, I transferred, or I changed teachers to a guy my dad knew somehow that plays in a lot of like jazz groups around the cities, oh, and he's like, very a cool. phenomenally talented jazz player. We've seen him at the Twin Cities Jazz Festival a couple times. He's really, really cool. Um, and that kind of revitalized me as a piano player a little bit got more into playing jazz instead of just like working through mm. books, which is a good place to start with. Um, so, and that's kind of been my experience since then, except for like every once in a while I sit down in a practice room on our campus and just play for a while. I'm like, wow, I wish I could do more with this. I wish yeah. I had more time to actually actively play and get better now. Um, Cause it's just so fun. It's even just like noodling around or like, trying to not suck at fear release and like yeah. really basic kind of stuff. Um, it just really brings me a lot of joy now. And I'm like, why could we have not combined the joy that I feel playing piano now with the actually taking lessons and learning of when I was younger? Um, however, I have been consistently playing saxophone since the fifth grade, which has kept me musically sane in lieu of piano. Um, I started with my dad's old saxophone that he played in high school and I think college because um, they, at our fifth grade, they had a band and played that. I've played saxophone ever since. It's been my primary instrument. I've played in symphonic and jazz groups, um, especially jazz lately um, at Northwestern. It's been a lot of, it's been a great joy to me. It's probably the only consistent uh, thing that brings me like musical joy because <laughs> the symphonic band, um, which is, when you kind of like think of classical music, it's more in that vein. If you're not as familiar with band music, it's pretty much just like classical music, but with no violins. Um, mm. That just kind of became a bit of a drain on me. And there's a whole other side story that does not really matter um, as to why that was. But um, yeah, it's interesting because you started out playing pretty much in the genre and the sound that you wanted to with like yeah. kind of the, the pop punk emo side of things, like guitar, drums, Say vocals whereas what i listen to except for when i listen to jazz and like would put on like a recent band song that we played if it was like a banger as as the kids say yeah um we're just completely different 
Sure. And because uh, like you, you you usually don't go home after a day of playing the saxophone and be like, I'm gonna listen to more saxophone music. Yeah. But when you're learning like an instrument like guitar or even piano, you hear a song, you listen to a song, and maybe you want to learn it and figure out, start figuring it out, look up chords, look up tabs if it's a guitar, um, and you can kind of do that. Whereas with a l- not as much with jazz, you can you can find stuff online, but uh, with like band and classical stuff, it's a bit harder, and you'd ha- like you might have to go out and actually like spend like twenty five dollars on a score of that yeah. particular piece, or see if you can find like some sketchy PDF yeah. online, or see if your old <laughs> teacher will just email it to you, probably illegally. Oops, don't narc on me. me. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, one other thing that I just kind of want to mention, I think just because it's interesting, is I actually played bassoon for a year. Oh, dude, that's really cool. Because bassoons are an instrument that I have immense respect for. Yeah. But I absolutely hated playing. Aww. The only reason I ended up playing bassoon was in our uh, high school, there were only three grades, 10th, 11th, 12th. And if you were a particularly proficient musician and they had need for your instrument, you could play in the level above you. So like, if you're a sophomore, you could play in the junior level band. And if you're a junior, you can play in the senior level band and play, like, more challenging music, be a part of different experiences. Yeah. And going into my junior year, I was thinking, oh, maybe if I switch to bassoon, I'll be able to jump up a year and be one of the cool juniors that's in the upper-class band with a bunch of my other friends that are really good at the instrument, just the one instrument that they've been playing because they were smart. Yeah. Um, Maybe that'll happen. And then I didn't get in, but then they wouldn't let me switch back from saxophone because they had such a need for bassoons in this mid-level band. So I just kind of haphazardly played bassoon for a year and it made me miserable but it gave me a lot of respect for the instrument because double reeds are so friggin' difficult they are some of the most challenging instruments to play just like get a good sound out of it it's good it's easy to make sound out of it but it'll probably sound like a goose getting run over by a semi-truck and not what one would call music um yeah and it was a huge learning experience for me gave me a lot of perspective especially now that the gap of time has increased to where I could be more self-aware about things. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. kind of been my main experience. Um, I, I want to do more, like kind of like oh, actually sure. recording and stuff, like stuff that you've done. And as someone who writes more about music more than they play music, I, I get jealous of all these like stupidly talented high schoolers. I'm like, well, you guys have an album? I want an album. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Oh, God, so good. I'm going to write about it. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I think uh, one big takeaway that we can get from this is, like, if you want to pick up an instrument, d- like, you don't need to have started it as a child to be oh, able to learn it. Especially no if just if you want to learn how to play a couple of songs, it's not super hard. Piano and no. guitar are not too hard to pick up. The thing that is I think really important a easier, about it, but I'm biased. I think that's where just a lot of people start. There's a little bit yeah. less things that you have to think about as far as piano goes. Yeah. Um, but. Either way, you can pick it up and start working at it. The thing it, that is necessary no matter what is time and will yeah, and desire to do that, um, which is why I'm not as good at piano now as I wish I could be Same. because I stopped taking piano lessons mm-hmm. and started doing drum. And I'm not ungrateful that I did drum lessons. Oh, but by no means. At the same time, I, I and I can still learn. It's We can still do it. Yeah. Um, but I... Yeah, so feel free to 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 try to learn stuff. Um, yeah. If you want to get into music, you can just just know that it's going to take some time. It takes some time. If you want to write songs, just read the lyrics, listen to the lyrics of artists that you l- 
that you like. Same yeah. thing with same thing with any like with um, singing, with any with guitar, with piano, with whatever. Listen to what you want to potentially like aspire to. Yeah, and that gives you a goal, which in all but I'd say the rarest of cases is achievable. Yeah. Um, like if you listen to Coltrane and you're like, I'm gonna be Coltrane. Not completely out of the question, but that's pretty <laughs> freaking hard, dude. He's possibly the greatest saxophonist of all time. Like that's a role model thing, but like don't think you're gonna write giant steps. Yeah. Um, so keep it keep it in perspective, keep persevering. Yeah. Um, set manageable goals. Um and if you can, taking lessons, uh yeah, especially with af- guitar. Don't be afraid to take um, lessons. And probably even piano. Even like, as an adult. There's apps, there are YouTube tutorials, if you don't have time or the money to take actual lessons, though having a real teacher can be hugely beneficial, Yeah, depending on your learning style. It, it has been for me. Um, yeah, so hopefully this has been a not completely <laughs> uh, boring episode, and yeah. you get a little bit of encouragement if you're aspiring to be sure. a creator of your if idiots like us can do it then you sure can do it anyone too. can do anyone <laughs> even my cats they can meow in harmony um i think we're gonna go ahead and try to wrap things up oh yeah uh, we're we're at about 20 minutes right now okay um, but L- we let's do brief shout outs we'll yeah keep it, keep it quick some songs um, to recommend for you friends yeah. so it'll be uh you, do you have yours ready i'll just go really quick because i have it up cool um this is an album that I only listened to for the first time yesterday. It's called oh. Seek Magic by Memory Tapes. Oh. Um, it came out like thing like 2010. I was reading a list of like chill wave musicians and like best oh. albums of the chill wave era. And that was one that came up. And the writer said that this was like the masterpiece of the genre. And he's a writer I really like. So I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll check that out as I am stuck in rush hour traffic for 45 minutes. And it is incredible. It's so, so catchy and good. It's like very electronic very catchy kind of hazy just it's something you can put on the background and sure. totally enjoy but also like if you're paying active attention to it it's very rewarding and yeah very very enjoyable cool um the song that i'm going to suggest is called white feathered wings by a band called their dogs were astronauts i, I love that i discovered this band on my spotify discover weekly playlist shout last out week. spotify my thank favorite you corporation. spotify um, but so they, they haven't put anything out for a couple of years. The the album that this song is from was released in 2017. Um, but they're, I believe, uh, mostly um, instrumental band, but they do kind Ooh. of punk rock uh, influenced stuff that's really mostly instrumental. Would you say so, it's post rock? Um, I get muddled up in, in okay. all the differences between those things. So I would probably call it closer to punk just from what I know. Okay. Um, because they're, I'm going to make Caleb play some of this for me afterwards and we'll get back to And then to we'll that. see what but it actually is. You should is. definitely check them out either way because Caleb yeah. has good taste. But so there, there's lots of emphasis on interesting guitar riffs and licks. Um, and the I really enjoyed the drums in it as well. I think there's pretty good balance of of different um, movements that happen within the pieces that make it interesting without lyrics in it. So it's something that I really appreciated. Check out their all the stuff that they have because oh. it's, it's a lot of fun, but particularly White Feathered Wings by their dogs were astronauts. All right, so that is what Caleb just said. I just sneezed, so I forgot, but check that out. And um, Seek Magic by... Um, memory tapes yeah um that'll be the show for this week uh hopefully we didn't ramble 
too much and that you, again, were encouraged by our takeaway. Yeah. Treat yourself to lots of great music. I've been Wes Mullenberg, and I was joined by Caleb Davis. Get, get out of my house.